Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We now can officially get our eyes on what it will mean to be at Hogwarts in the 1800s. Your wizard, Harry. And no PS2 Hagrid memes to, as far as the eye can see. <clears throat> that we know of. I hope it's in one of the paintings. Oh, the, that would, there be would good. It would be such just a good, just taste. Yeah, yeah. The devs, when they were doing, so after they, well, I guess we'll talk about it when we get there. Fuck it. All right. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Uh, if you're wondering what you're doing here and what this is, it is in fact the Gamers 2 Podcast, a weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Like March Madness, Spring Training Baseball, and the first F1 race of the season. Boom. Are three things we could talk about for a while before getting to game news. We could. I have started my fantasy draft for baseball. Oh, the Dyn- just, the dynasty league I'm in. Oh, our you first take the whole Dodgers team. No, no, no. So it's our dynasty league. So okay. rosters basically stay the same, but we have a first year player draft every year. Okay. So like only players that were players, a first year player means players that were now made available. So mm-hmm. anybody that was in the draft from last year, so the 2021 draft or whatever, and. uh like this year would have um Seiya Suzuki in it because it's the first time he's been eligible. Yeah. So those type of people. Just a bunch of kids. Do that's you the, uh that's the first three rounds and then after that it's whatever. Is this a league where you go into like triple A and double A as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I have I have minor league players. Do you they, go my, s- the stats don't count for them? Yeah. But they are you hold on to them and Yeah. And in in like if for example one gets pulled up, then it becomes relevant. Yep. Okay. I basically have a forty man roster. Awesome. Interesting. Yeah. Any thoughts on the Luke Voigt trade? Really low return. I oh, feel yeah. like they should have been able to do much better. Oh yeah, I feel like I mean it was kind of interesting to follow like the subreddit for example because like. People like saw it coming. They were like, "Oh, we're they're gonna give him away. Like they're yeah. just gonna give him away, and we're gonna get shit for return." Yep. And that's what happened, just because they probably wanted to get rid of, I don't know, payroll. I guess I don't know. He, that, he's not even a payroll dump. Thing. Yeah, he wasn't even. I, th- I think they had just like messed up too much at that point. Yeah, but, I mean, the only person I mean, good for Luke Voigt for sure. 
I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to see him mash wherever he goes. He was one of my favorite Yankees over the last few years. Yeah, but entertaining to watch usually as far oh, as yeah. hitting goes. Give me a big boy bopping and doing stone cold beer celebrations. Yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll he be. Was, interesting. He was a lot of fun, and I just hope he gets a lot of playing time in San Diego. It'll be uh it'll be interesting. Or hope, or do they trade back for him? I don't care, bring him back. Well, it's the Yankees, you know, injuries. Yeah. They do happen. Yeah. That's not now for the downside of things. They do happen. Uh you got any got any hot takes for March Madness? Not really. Okay. I, I filled f- out a bracket, but I don't have any faith, and I just kind of filled it out to fill it out. I got, I got nothing. Um, one of my favorites that I was going to pick for Formula One Fantasy League, guys, I was going to grab Pierre Gra- Gasly, okay, and I saw I like him that. top the uh, one I like, of the. I like that that uh, that pick. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how F one Fantasy works, but I don't know either. I mean, I should probably if I'm going to do it, I'll have to set it up tomorrow. Because you have until race day, I believe, to oh, okay. yeah. to do things. But yeah, I don't know how it works, but I do like the Pierre Gasly shout. Yeah, if he, you know, not only did his free practice stuff, but also his uh, his last year was pretty. Yeah, definitely cool. underrated last year. Like he was. Yeah, yeah. He had a really good year, and no one really talked about him. He kind of yeah, just was especially like, in competition towards the end, where he was like always right around. Yeah, yep. scoring points, scoring points. Um, but hey, if you're not into sports and uh, you know you need something to do, Nate might have something for you. I can give you a a new pastime that's been around for the last ten years. GTA Five has come to the new consoles. It has been a decade. Yes. <laughs> or I guess not technically, because it would be September this year, but still. The like as time goes on, I, it's annoying. Obviously, it's annoying that GTA Online has become the thing, and we don't have like a new GTA or whatever. Online's got a little bit before it's a decade, but yes, yeah. Uh, but the longer, the more time that goes by, the more it becomes amazing that that came out when it came out. Yeah. Yep. Oh, for sure. I mean, hell, even we were just downstairs watching. Uh some of the heist videos from when the heist did come out and reliving are going through the heist with uh, Dewey and Tyler and what a time yeah. it was. Yeah. It was so much fun. I, I, I mean, I think it's disappointing that red dead redemption hasn't gotten something like that. But yeah. The online for red dead never really took off in the no. same way. Uh, it, it just didn't. Anyway, yeah. Two Point Hospital Speedy Recovery DLC is out. Uh, Tunic came out for the PC, Xbox. Yep. Number five, Curious Expedition 2 for the PlayStation and Xbox. And the a DLC called Highlands of Avalon are now out. Uh, number seven, Dark Deity for the Switch or Deity. I don't know. It depends on probably where you live. <laughs> number eight persona four arena ultimax for the pc playstation and switch i thought we were on persona five so i don't know what that means uh number nine start enders 
for Oculus Quest and PSVR. I love how the Japanese devs just like do their own thing as far as like naming entirely and their schemes own. and stuff yep. go. We're start enders. Oh, okay. I was talking about even Persona Four. That's true. Yeah. Like I thought we were on five. Guess not. Back to four. Going back to four. Like Kingdom Hearts two point five. Like yep. who? Who are we just doing halves now? One point five. 2.8, I think, was also one of them. Oh, I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to, you know, get too far in the weeds. Uh, this means warp for the PC. World Rally Championship 10 for the Switch in Europe. <laughs> Psych. Uh, number 12, Royal Frontier for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 13, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And number 14, Who Pressed Mute on Uncle Marcus for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Best title goes to that one. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Isn't there a new two-point something coming out? Campus. Campus. May. May. I believe If my brain remembers correctly. Well. So. Of the two of us, your brain is the the far more reliable one. So we'll go with that. That doesn't bode well for us. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Hey, odds, evens. Ah, evens. Evens. I got this weird, like slouching position going on it's very bizarre how bizarre how bizarre number one private division is teaming up with four new indie studios for their new their next slate of projects copenhagen based die gut fabrique Will be following up its 2020 IGF award-winning Montez. What was that? Mutazione. Mutazione. With another story-driven game. I don't know. I have no idea either. Um, The developers at Evening Star, best known for their work on Sonic Mania, are working on an original 3D action platformer using their own proprietary engine. Arise, a simple story developer. Uh, Piccolo Studio has also signed on with Private Division to work on a new IP. Finally, Quebec City-based Yellow Brick Games is leveraging its founder's experience at AAA publishers like Electronic Arts and Ubisoft to create an action RPG with emergent systems-driven gameplay. So Private Division doing indie stuff as per tradition. I like Yellow Brick Games. just like the name. Yeah. Yeah. Follow the yellow brick road. Uh I get it. Number two, Sony has acknowledged the latest wave of plaintiffs who joined a gender discrimination lawsuit against PlayStation, saying it takes the accusations seriously. The company is still calling for the lawsuit to be dismissed, though. So I don't know how serious they actually take them. With the filing further reading, quote, although... Most are by former employees who no longer work at Sony Interactive Entertainment. Sony Interactive Entertainment has addressed or will address the issues raised in them in due course. Uh, The statement goes on, but it's your typical drivel. 
A hearing will take place in April for Sony to plead its case for dismissal. Basically saying, don't make us deal with it now, but I swear we'll deal with it later. Please, no. I feel like at this point, like uh, the best course of action for all of these studios or all of these companies is to settle out of court and then like actually do something about it. Like... I mean, the second part of that is usually the part that's always what we're saying. You should yeah, just yeah. do something about it, but they never do anything about it. Yeah, th- the fighting it part doesn't make sense to me. Like, uh, you're not going to win. Right. But, you know, we have to fight it because it's, hey, we just have to fight it. Yeah, it's like they're trying to save face or something like that and be like, if you, if you settle out of court... And then, like you know, you release a press release. It's better than it's better saving face if you settle and fix yourself. Then, yeah, if you you settle out of court, you release a press release saying, like, you know, we're sorry these things happened. Here's the things we're gonna do to change. And then, like, do those things, and you know, don't get any more bad press. But whatever. Exactly. Whatever. Uh, number three. Electronic Arts will have no presence around E3 or any other game showcase this summer. Traditionally, the publisher hosts its EA Play Live in the same week as E3 every June. Uh, In a statement to IGN, a spokesperson said, quote, We love EA Play Live as it's our way of connecting with our players and sharing what's new with all of you. However, this year, things aren't lining up to show you everything on one date. We have exciting things happening at our world-class studios, and this year we'll reveal much more about these projects when the time is right for each of them. We look forward to spending time with you throughout the year, end quote. Uh, Unfortunately, this is the way things are going. I mean, it's... It's it's like the mixed bag thing. It's yeah, I'm I am of two two minds on this, which I feel like that's the direction you were gonna go there. Kind of, yeah. I like everything being on on like across a weekend or whatever, like how E three is, you know, you get the excitement of sitting down and watching everything at once. But it doesn't make sense from a company's point of view to do that, uh, because then you're A competing with other companies for attention and then and like if even if EA had moved their EA play outside of like, you know, a month removed or something like that, then they're still like competing with themselves for attention when they can just like drip feed you throughout the entire year. Okay. Uh I don't like it, but also sure. no, EA... no, I mean you're not you're not wrong. I mean I'm not that okay was like Yeah. Also, I don't know if EA even has anything That's my eye. That's my issue. Oh, sports games? Things, our things don't line up with wanting to show them all to you at one time. Uh, let's see here. That means Dragon Age, not even close. Yep. Mass Effect, not close. Uh, Battlefield just came out, and it went really, really badly. Yeah, so there's no way you're going to dare announce a DLC for it. Um, uh, there's nothing Sims-related, right? They just released something. Yeah, unless they were going to randomly drop new DLC, they would have a new indie game, presumably, but that would be kind of backburnered. Uh, a Star Wars game, they said they had ones in the works. That was just announced, though, and I think... Um, exactly. 
I don't even know if they've like started in like yeah production on. It. I think it's pre production. Okay, so you show maybe a new Apex season, uh, which that's kind of in a weird in between because the only thing you don't need an E three for it. Yeah, the only thing Apex that I know of is there's like a mobile game coming out. Yeah, and I mean even the like a new season you don't need an E three event. So it's like yeah, you I, we said this going into this, however many like a month a month month and a half ago when we were discussing. EA things, and I'm like, they don't have anything to show at E3, so I don't know why they would do it. Yeah. It would just be a tear of skate? Not even them. That would skate wouldn't even be close to being ready. It shouldn't be. But it's just like, it, you run into this list of, what are, you, what are you guys doing? I mean, we know what you're doing, but that it didn't make sense to me before they said anything to even have this EA Live or whatever they call it. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is <laughs> this is like one of the um, best moves EA has made in a long time. Yeah, yeah, actually, just shutting up is one of the best moves they made in a long time. It's kind of funny. Number four, former head of Ubisoft Massive, David. Polfelt has left the company following a six-month sabbatical. In an interview with Nathan Brown's newsletter Hit Points, Polfelt confirmed his resignation and is now working on his six-month notice period at the company. Uh, he initially stepped back from Ubisoft Massive in June of the last year after a 17-year stint, but was due to return to the publisher in 2022 to fulfill another strategic role. Speaking to Hit Points, he implied that the increased size of the studio, which is now over 750 strong, may require a different management style to his own. Quote, I think my philosophy and my skills work well for a certain kind of group of a certain kind of size, and I don't think I'm the right manager for what the studio has become. I'm perfectly at peace with it. He plans to go wherever the wind takes them. Don't you wish there was like more managers like that? Who just realized that they're like, they don't fit the mold anymore? Uh, yes, but it's Ubisoft, so I'll think the worst. And that he looked around at who he had and went, I can't work with them. Maybe, maybe. I mean, the sabbatical is kind of the weird thing. My mind immediately goes to like the really bad thing where like, oh, you know, he was a part of the whole... Ubisoft culture problems, and they asked him to quietly take a leave of absence. Yeah, take some time, and then we'll determine if you need to actually come back or not. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, if it is just all birds and rainbows, then yes, those are the managers I do enjoy that just go, ah, I don't need to be here anymore. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't need to be here and just collect a paycheck and not do my job and then yell at you guys for doing it. Blah, 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 blah. I don't, you know, have a terrible track record with management yeah um what's massive working on are they the ones working on the star wars game hmm. no yes i felt like we talked about them last time i don't know i don't remember either i want to say they are the ones working on the star wars game because i think that was the joke uh, or is it Avalanche? Let's Google. Sure. Um, what are you working on? 
Star Wars game. And uh, Avatar. Oh, yeah, that that nightmare. Yeah, yeah, that one that everybody's been clamoring for. You know, I, I've heard so many people, I can't wait for that Avatar game. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, it's all, It'd be even weirder if I was telling the truth. <laughs> oh. Psych! Got me. He got me with that one. Not gonna lie. No, no I fucking Although, hard, hard baited him. Okay, it is using the Snowdrop engine, so. Well, I mean, they made one good choice. Snowdrop engine. Uh, did we we've talked about? Do you want another division? I did, and technically, I'm getting one, but not exactly getting one. Oh, are you talking about Heartland? Yeah, mm. it's the next in the in the series, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, and yes, I do want another division, but my issue is, I I. Story. We talked about that. I, I we, that yeah, one. we went through the whole thing. It's like, I don't know if I trust them to not butcher it into oblivion. That's fair. It's already shrapnel. They've already made a mess of it. So I just I just don't know if I trust them to... Like what where, is Ubisoft like where, where WoW's issue is they can't not make a galactic world ending, universe ending boss type of thing. Yeah. That's just like every time they make a story, they're like, oh, you wouldn't believe how much <laughs> more power there is somewhere. Ubisoft in the division is basically like, man, you wouldn't believe who's actually backstabbing who for what reason. And I'm like, I... <sighs> I'm here to <laughs> shoot things. Get loot. I'm here to shoot things, get loot, and put this little charm on my backpack. Oh, my God. What a state that video game industry is in. Crazy. Why is the writing so bad? I don't know. Because, like, I feel like... Are we still trying to be I feel Hollywood? like we're reverting, like, horribly. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's just... Harry uh, Potter PS2 might have looked like shit, but it wasn't written like dog shit. <laughs> I feel like it might be a product of, like, the the current zeitgeist in games. Like, the whole, like... Are they just sniffing their ass again? I think so. God, I hate that. It's the whole, like, you know, boardroom uh, decides what's being made situation. And microtransactions and live service games. I like, hope that's the case. I hope it's competent writers getting angry at the stuff that they have to write. Versus what I think might be happening, that they're hiring people that are that they think are doing a good job, that are writing to the best of their abilities, and that this is what we're getting. Yeah. Hiring the person who's like, oh, I'm a writer, who was never... Yeah. And really. they go, yeah, all right, cool, that sounds good. And then they double down and they go, yeah, this person's been writing just fine. We like what they're doing. And then anybody with a brain reads their story and goes, what? And then they get a second game to try to fix all the issues. And they go, well, you wouldn't believe why that was happening. And then they proceed to give you an explanation that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, oh, why did you use strawberry jam in the uh, in the peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And they're like, well, so there was no marshmallow fluff at the store. And the bananas were out that day. Uh, it started raining, and I got the newspaper, and I'm like, "What? this has nothing. What are you talking about? <laughs> is there a is there a live service game that's, um, written has well? a good story? Oof. 
off the top of my head, I couldn't think of one, but I don't think there is. Someone's just got to figure it out. I think Fortnite. <laughs> I mean, it's or funny Ape- because Fortnite and Apex, like those are probably the closest. To yeah, them. they're probably and like Apex is like more of like uh, the like, Duke of consider- Legends type thing, where it's like it's not or it's not so much the game itself. It's like the yeah, cinematic league would be another one where it's yeah. like it, they're they're currently continuing to flesh out a universe that they've built. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when you get stuff like Arcane, that's good. Speaking of, uh, League of Legends maker Riot Games announced that it has made an equity investment in Fortis Productions. The company is the animation studio behind Netflix's Arcane. Hey. The series based upon the game League of Legends. The amount of funding wasn't disclosed. However, Riot said that it now has a significant non-controlling stake in Fortis. That's called 49%. Yes. Uh, the production company will continue to operate as a separate entity from Riot, aside from the game publisher's roles on its board of directors. See, that's the funny thing to me. How does that work? So you have a non—I'm sure it's like a—it's a lingo thing and it's like a stock thing, but like they have a non-controlling portion of the company, but then they have members. I think they have two or three members on the board of directors now. They can't tell them what to do. They can just strongly suggest. Yeah, yeah. It's like... It still has to go to a vote. Yeah. But we have a good but portion of votes now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's my favorite way to be of anything. Yeah. my Not in control, but just with strong influence. Yeah. yeah. Because then if anything goes wrong, I go, well, it's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> not my problem. Not my problem. Now it's my problem. What was the one that I always hear all the time? Uh... Not my circus, not my monkeys. Oh, that's yep, that's up there. Yep, yeah. I always go for the uh, little Hitler reference, but not enough people know it. Yeah, yeah, that's because it's just so good. That's a good one, teacher. Yes, I want the Czechoslovakian boys' desk as, as well. well. <laughs> <laughs> little Hitler, where did little Plasky go? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and then <laughs> Japan runs over and smacks the milkshake. <sighs> now it is my problem. It's good. Look it up. Uh, Robot Chicken, Little Hitler. Little Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Anyway, number six. Reggie Fizeme doesn't seem to be a fan of Meta's Metaverse or Meta. In general, the former Nintendo of America president explained his reservations in a South by Southwest keynote this weekend. Quote, you have to admit that Facebook itself is not an innovative company. They have either acquired really interesting things like Oculus or Instagram, or they have been a fast follower of other people's ideas. That's Facebook. Inherently, they are not an innovative company. Other than the very original social platform that was created many years ago, which... He doesn't say this part, but was also it's a, also a rip. Yep. Uh, he also questioned the company's motivations in pursuing its vision of the metaverse. Quote, I believe that in order to be innovative, you really need to be thinking about the consumer first. And I don't think that they do. I think they uh, I think they think about advertising revenue first because that's 98 percent of the revenue. End quote. <laughs> Reggie's swinging. I kind of want to look up this keynote because I want, like, I want to see him, like, say these things. Yeah. 
Because he's he, throwing punches. Yeah. It gets pretty, like, and I'm obviously, you, you guys can't see this. We can see the document. You can't. Sorry about that. Uh-huh. It's a pretty good chunk. Your, sorry about your luck. It's a pretty good chunk. I took probably 50% of the fucking rippers, man. Like, yeah. there's, there's twice as many, if not more than that, of him just going to town. Like, oh, somebody asked me about it. Somebody asked me about it. Somebody asked me about it. <laughs> he's just waiting for that moment. Somebody asked, and he's like, He's like, I'm listen. glad you asked. Pulls the flashcards out of his back pocket. We're going to be here a minute. You might, everybody might want to go get a drink. Uh, finally, he questioned the idea that people would be willing to spend considerable chunks of my tablet doing whatever it wants. Considerable chunks of their day in VR. Quote, that's why I'm much more of a believer in AR. There's a lot of examples of successful AR today. Pokemon Go is AR. Nintendo 3DS had AR capabilities. I think the idea of wearing a light set of visuals, glasses, and using that are at different points of your day to interact with the digital experience I believe in. The end. Oh, God, it's going to be much more compelling. All right, this is getting a little ridiculous. And I say this as a person who has tried just about every VR device in just about every VR experience. I don't think it's ready for prime time yet. Doesn't mean it's not going to get there, but I don't believe it's going to be an experience you're going to be doing with 100% of your time or even 100% of your entertainment time. End quote. So, I mean, I don't think he's wrong. I've, it's, he's yeah. basically in the same path of what I've said for a while. Mm-hmm. You have to commit. If you're going to do VR, Reggie it's a commitment. I, Reggie and I both on the same page, you know. Never seen you in the same room together. That's true. That's true. <laughs> How many times has anybody, anybody ever seen me and Reggie Fizeme in the same room? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> trying to think if we've actually been in the same building. No, we haven't. No, Listen, he, if... If you were in the same building as Reggie and you knew it, you didn't hunt him down. Yeah, but sometimes people like at that level would be hard to hunt down. Oh, I know. But like, like if I was in the same building as Phil Spencer, you think I'm going to get access to bump elbows with Phil? Oil tycoon Phil Spencer, the chief of gaming. I think he would be making himself available. Yeah, but not to me, to like the top 1% of influencers. Yeah, he'd walk around and stuff. Yeah, with a bodyguard listing. That's fine. You'd make it through. I, I Listen, I, I'm happy you believe in me. Listen, I just, uh, I want to see you succeed. <laughs> I, that's that's <laughs> like a step away from being, being followed with, but I have the high ground and then kicking me off to make <laughs> oh, me <Jesus>. stronger. <laughs> I just want to see you succeed. Wow. Now learn. <laughs> I see what you think of me, obviously. That you're going to betray me at some point? Stab you in the back. No, you wouldn't do it to my back. You'd, you'd do it to my th- my face. Stab you in the face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just much slowly. Just... Uh... Anyway, uh, Reggie went on for a bit about how Metaverse is just a marketing term at this point and then lit into GameStop too. So while he was just at it, said, fuck this place. <laughs> I don't like that one either. And I was on their board. Basically. Uh, so if you're interested in hearing from the video game prophet himself, uh, then go ahead and Google his keynote. Yeah. We have the video game prophet, Ridge Fizeme, and the chief of gaming, Phil Spencer. Yep. Burdoodles. Let's see what your wife said. Oh, God. Uh, number seven. Oh, she can't wait for Harry Potter. 
Oh yeah, she's thrilled, dude. She's I, I snapped her. I was watching the trailers. Oh yeah. Uh, number seven, video games. Where was I? Xbox Studio, the initiative. I said that weird. Has lost approximately half of its main development team, including a handful of senior employees, as per a new report from VGC. According to information from LinkedIn, around 34 staff members have left the company in the last 12 months, including game director Dan Newberger, design director Drew Murray, and uh, principal world building Jolon. No. That's not how you say that. Um, how the fuck do you say that name? Jolion, maybe? <sighs> Jolion? There's someone in Formula One who has that same name, and I can't remember how they, they say it. Jolian? Maybe Jolian uh, Myers, among other senior members. The last name Myers throws the entire rest of it, it off. It really does. Uh, the studio saw multiple exits across other disciplines with writers, directors, engineers, and QA staff also leaving in the last year. Speaking of VGC, former employees described the departures as fast and furious. Too fast. Too, Too furious. furious. And said that the momentum of ongoing projects was heavily affected. Several ex-staff also described the initiative's hierarchy as a top-down environment. With studio head Daryl Gallagher and Newberger controlling a lot of creative decisions. According to the outlet, staff were frustrated and didn't feel heard on key issues surrounding development. The team also said it was surprised at Microsoft's leniency towards the studio's lack of progress as a result. One former employee said, quote, making games is hard enough, let alone when you feel like you can't get through to people making the decisions that affect everyone, end quote. Uh, for reference, the initiative is working on the Perfect Dark reboot. I'm not sure if they're working on anything else, but that's the, the main one I think that they should be working on. We go from talking about one manager stepping away, being like, I'm not, you know, fit to do this, and the other ones being like, ha yeah, do what we say. I, I this will be interesting to watch because we haven't really run into an, a situation yet from at Xbox. Least, exactly, from, at least publicly that we know of, where like X, they've where Microsoft's had an issue with the studio. So it'll be interesting to see a if this is like 100 percent accurate, and if we see like if we see that manifest with the game, and then um, if Xbox does something about it afterwards i'm assuming based on like what we've seen from them and like what the people are saying from this article that xbox and phil will very much be like hands off and until the game comes out and depending on how the game comes out then they'll step in and start yeah start or unless like the people. game actually derails to the point where they need to step in to yeah figure it out i don't know we'll uh we'll see yeah for sure though it is and this is the one that they were working on uh with um square enix uh yeah perfect dark was getting help from that yep which was weird it is weird until you get that uh, announcement you know microsoft buying square enix that's true Whenever they get bored and just say, well, well, what else can we buy? We square this one by the regulators. Let's see if we can get another one through. 
Alrighty, let's go for it. We had a few new studios and publishers pop up this week, started by former employees of larger companies, as it seems to always fucking happen. Expansion and contraction. A group... What are we, the universe? Hey. <laughs> red shifts and blue well, shifts, man. All I'm saying, man, we've been in a red shift for like a really long time. The video game industry is a... Uh, representation of the universe in its current state ever expanding man <laughs> until that rubber band effect and we're just gonna all blow up listen if you uh if you're not sure how science is do you remember the book uh men are from mars women are from venus no is that like around the birds and the bees time uh i mean it's it's definitely an older book i i uh i mean i know the like saying but not the book uh, it was a book i read it Read it at a way, probably way too young of an age. Was it like men are from Mars and? It was basically yeah, yeah. It was basically like the uh, concept was um, this is the rubber band thing is what got me. That we basically snapped into Earth. No, it's basically the concept is how like men and women are different from each other and how they think about things differently and like how their approaches to like things are different. Okay. And uh, at one point they used the description that um. I, now I can't remember which one's which, but maybe we can work it out. Uh, one of them, <laughs> you're gonna throw me into this. I have no idea what we're yeah. about to start talking about because this one is, of them's like rubber bands the where they stretch and stretch and stretch and stretch, and then you snap back. Okay. And the other one likes to go like goes into the a cave and like they go into like you know like recluse. Yes. And like I can't remember which one's which. I think men are like rubber men bands. Are recl- no, women are rubber bands, right? Women are rubber bands. And men are like, are like the fucking trolls in the cave or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because we would, I, I would think that's what it was. I don't remember. That's I'm so... I, I don't even know. I'm just projecting at this point. I know, but like... And if I'm projecting, they're 100% rubber bands. Okay, they're rubber and bands. I we'll look it up. And I disappear into caves. I'll Google it while you read the next story about... Um, Avalanche? Yeah, about, uh, you know... Th- I got this. I'll look it up. <laughs> All right, well, while you look that up, uh, a group of former Avalanche Studios developers have set up shop to pursue the sort of systems-driven open-world games on which the Just Cause studio built its reputation. Stockholm-based Elemental Elemental Games was set up with a team of 10 developers, among them Avalanche Studios' founding partners Linus and Victor Blomberg. All right. Uh, Also, Deepwell Digital Therapeutics is the brainchild of Mike Wilson, co-founder of indie publisher Devolver Digital, and Ryan Douglas, founder and former CEO of Nextturn, an international medical device company. The duo plan to not only publish titles across various platforms and genres, but will also share their own research-driven technologies with developers in order to further explore how games might benefit people. Deepwell is supported by an adversary advisory (laughs) by an advisory council of dozens of experts from across both the medical and video games sectors. Arctic 7 was founded by Igor Efremov, Mark Rizzo, and Alan Van Slyke, a trio of industry veterans who spent much of the past decade together at outsourcing developer Sparasoft. The Austin-based outfit is already working on a pair of games and has secured $2 million in seed funding. And Igor Efremov is now in my favorite name book. You got to get a couple in there. Um, what was I going to say? A lot of a lot of new studios getting founded by a lot of uh, people from 
uh, respected industry or respected uh, other studios. Which ones are from Recluse and Are Overband? Uh, men are overbands. Right? Oh, interesting. That's weird. yeah. Talk about their emotional state and like they pull away. I would have attributed that to Recluse, and we just bury it and disappear. Listen, I don't know. It's been a while since I read the book. Because I feel like I feel like the rubber band effect means that we snap back, we pull away, but then we would just snap back. Because if you're going to do a rubber band discussion, and you say that the yeah. whole reason is because we pull away. But I think it's the uh, recluse part listen, would be me disappearing. It's like into a an cave. emotional thing. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm so yes, out of but it. Even then, I don't. I don't. The author's an idiot. How's that sound? Oh my! I'll ins- God. I'll insult that book from the '80s. Uh, the actor, the the actor, <laughs> the author is a doctor, and well, he's got a doctor in front of his name. I don't know what to tell you. All right, yeah, and nine out he of knows ten, things. And nine out of ten dentists don't believe in toothpaste, like or whatever. One in ten dentists don't. And that guy, you think <laughs> that guy's a good one? I don't know. He's probably an idiot. I'm having a night right now. I've slammed the mic into my face like three times. So sorry about that. And I've ripped my glasses off inadvertently like six. And you're dealing with me. That's just normal. Dealing yeah, I with know, you, like standard in... operating procedure. <laughs> yeah, but now now that this has been brought up to it. And no I'm matter gonna from attack, ours, and, I'm going to dig that book and out. And I'm going to like attack it. you for not knowing it and make you defend the book, even though you clearly have no memory or anything of it. I have no memory of it. And I'll tell you what. I've had this. I don't know if this is a normal thing. Uh, maybe some people that are listening can let me know that are are like you know married or in a long term relationship. <laughs> Man, you're not talking to the right person here. <laughs> like my my like concept of like interacting with the opposite sex is like I don't I can't even recall what it was like. It's the weirdest thing. Everything that pertains to that has been like jettisoned from my mind. It's really disturbing. I find it really disturbing because it's like, like just the like how to interact or like outside of like, yeah, I guess like in in that way though, like how to interact with like the opposite sex. Like I can't even remember how to interact, like how to flirt with someone or something okay, like okay, that. Yeah, like it's just like it. I know at one point I had a vast knowledge of those things, <laughs> and I don't know where it went. It's, it's been, gone. It's been burned away from It's you. been vaporized. I'm positive that while I'm sleeping, my wife has been manipulating my brain with some sort of fancy female ray gun, zapping away my memories. I mean, I believe it. I don't know. Because what's just... the one thing I know what to do still? You've watched me do it forever. I don't know. What are, what are we talking about here? Oh, not know what I'm doing. Oh. That's the one thing I know how to do. Is to not know what I was doing. I had to, how many times that we'd like we'd be somewhere, whether it was it usually wasn't at work, but like we'd be somewhere else, packs or anything, or walking the a street. And you'd be like, you know, that person was just staring at you or something, right? And I'd be like, I've absolutely no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> blinders, just yeah, hundred percent blinders. When we had certain new people start at, at work, you'd be like, you know, they just and I'm I like, fucked you. Who the fuck are you talking about? I'd be like, who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, those are the days. Life. What time to be alive? <laughs> <laughs> what time to be alive? 
Humble Bundle is releasing a charity game bundle with all proceeds supporting relief efforts in Ukraine. The bundle features over 120 games, books, and software, including the Spyro Reignited Trilogy and Back for Blood, the Pathfinder and Warhammer rulebooks, and a 12-month license for Game Maker Studio 2. The bundle will be on sale for a minimum donation of $40 through March 25th. Forty dollars for a lot of things. That is, I was going to check it out. I'm curious what they have for like books and software. I mean, in case somebody's curious, I'm pretty sure Back for Blood's uh, price is forty dollars. So, it's a good. Start there. It's a good point. (laughs) Start there, and then add in uh, 119 other things. Yeah. In case you're uh, not good with math, that's a lot more than one. Whoa! Whoa! Anyway, I've I've seen stuff on Twitter with free agent signings. Mm-hmm. People are so stupid. Yeah, somebody somebody tweeted. Uh, this is specifically for the Freddie Freeman leaving Atlanta. Okay, yeah, I've this seen is, some. This was a Atlanta fan that tweeted Chipper, meaning Chipper Jones. Okay, their former third baseman with a greater than symbol. And then Freddie saying that they they hold Chipper higher than Freddie. Because, you know, whatever, Chipper didn't leave and like all this, you know all the typical what? like bullshit that comes along with somebody didn't leave. Didn't leave because he chose to leave. <laughs> don't even don't even get started with that. I'm just saying they tweeted that. So that's what yeah. that person tweeted. Yeah, big dumb. The person dumb. responded. No, no, no. That this, this is oh, like it gets big, worse. No, no, this gets worse. This this person. That person's fine. Okay, that's just all they said. They just said Chipper greater than Freddie. That's all. Okay, it was. all right. Fine. That's your opinion. You. That's a pretty blase statement comparatively to what everybody else is yeah. saying. Okay. The person below that responded and went, uh, "Absolutely no way. There's no way that Freddie or that um." That Freddie's better than Chipper. It's there's you know Freddie's left and screwed us over. Like there's no way. And the person went, "Did you fail fourth grade math? Because the arrow oh. is saying that he is Chipper is over, is better than." And the guy's like, "What?" <laughs> person that resp- that read it and responded to him just doesn't understand how greater than symbols work. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> that's that's how bad of like a math state we're in so like mm. one is less than 120 that's awesome that is awesome all right uh this ukraine bundle before you get into it oh okay all right go for it i i decided to look it up back for blood satisfactory metro exodus fable anniversary this is just some random stuff that they listed out okay uh then you have pathfinder starfinder and warhammer fantasy roleplay books which that's a lot uh, game Maker Studio 2 Creator. So you can make games. Music Maker EDM Edition. You can make some thumping beats. RPG Maker fucking 25 or whatever the fuck this is. That means you can make RPGs. 15. It's not 25, it's 15. Uh, Polygon oh. Game Dev Assets. And then you can use those assets in Game Maker and probably RPG Studio. Yeah. That's, a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of stuff for 40 bucks. It is. I'm wondering if they have like a list of it somewhere because I'm curious. Probably have to sign in. Mm, Max Payne 3. Sunset Overdrive. 
Quantum Break. What did you do to get on that Max Payne thing? This War of Mine, Final Cut. Get that sweet Hawaiian shirt. Oh, PGA Tour, 2K21. Oh, dude, we fucking Slay we won, the Spire. One me, bro. Ooh, Slay the Spire's a good game. Uh, the Long Dark. Car Mechanic Simulator 2018. There you go. So you can feel you can feel what it means to work on a car without paying the money. Kerbal Space Program. Launched a bunch of green people into space. Starbound. Skullgirls. Remember that game? Skullgirls? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that game. That was a uh, that was a Steam sale favorite for a while. Yeah. You guys you guys know the story about how Matt made me spend money on a Steam sale and then never play games with me, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you guys wanna you guys wanna hear the story the first time Matt Jesus and I hung out? Christ. <laughs> the first oh, time Oh, here we go. Yep. Super hot. Ooh, super hot. Broken age. There's the thing. Yeah, I remember Matt was always around. Broken age? There was another Steam sale, like yeah. always on the front page. Yep. So was um Brothers. Yeah. Wow, there's a lot of shit in here. Holy crap. Yeah, that's 120 things. That's insane. This is a steal. Yeah, I told you, it's a big number. That's a big number. <laughs> big number. This this website, though, is making my brain melt. It's doing some weird popping. The funniest part of that night, the first night oh my was... God, he's not going to let it go. <laughs> was, what the... I can't remember. I want to say it was Joe. Was it Joe? Yeah, Joe was the one I was there with. Yeah, yeah. It was just. <laughs> I remember just. It was the one time I was like chill. We were just chilling and talking, whatever. And then I just never saw him again. He was just gone at that point. He was. It was almost like a like a fucking apparition, like a ghost. <laughs> just, oh yeah, that's I, random. You know, randomly he'd run into Target or something, and I, I, like see him for a second. But it was almost like was that actually him, or was it just like a an image passing between yeah. walls? <laughs> yeah, he's still like that. Uh I will see him randomly, like, ride a bike by my house or something like that every once in a while. And you just have that moment where you're like, is that real? Yeah, yeah. He stopped one. He stopped a couple times at the house, like, when I'm outside. I'm just like, it's just, he's he's wild, dude. He's a character. I just picture it being like that, uh, well, not Sixth Sense necessarily, but uh, for some reason I had a, had a Brendan Fraser style moment mm-hmm. with, you know, the Scrubs episode where he's dead the whole time. I'm not familiar with that, but that's all right. Uh, there's an episode. He plays uh, Dr. Cox's, like, brother-in-law. Okay. And in one of the episodes, it he's actually been dead the whole time. But Cox keeps seeing him and, like, interacting with him and everything. And then it finally breaks at, like, the end of the episode. They're like, no, he's been dead the whole time. And you see Dr. Cox, like, break down and lose it or whatever. It's like I just there's a moment where I would see him and be like, is, he, is that real? <laughs> or am I just seeing people? Uh, it's like you you have that moment in a movie or a TV show where somebody just sees like the back of somebody's head as they turn around a corner and they go, mm-hmm. "Was that?" And then Wait as they they run second. up to the corner and they turn and there's nobody walking down the alley anymore and they're like, "Wait, what?" There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What the fuck? Uh, any man, man, well, any... Who would it You would do the fire, I mean, I would try to say, oh. Anyway. got the boys on here, the boys graphic novel. New season's starting up pretty soon. Yeah. Saw the trailer. Did you watch the trailer? No. Wait, yes. Inadvertently, I did. Uh, automate the boring stuff with Python. Hey, Python's not a bad language to learn. If you need something to learn first. It's more of a scripting language, but regardless, that's a, that's a nuanced issue. Uh, I'm trying to find another cool thing. I'm, go- I'm going to start with PlayStation. Yeah, you can go. You can go. All I'm right, just, number 10. I'm killing time. <laughs> you don't need to kill time. We burn enough of it. Number 10, PlayStation held another State of Play event this week. This time, roughly 30-minute event was focused solely on Hogwarts Legacy. You wrote Hogwarts. About 40... <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. I forgot a W. That's fine. About 14 minutes of gameplay were shown off with the remainder of the time taken up by dev pandering. Matt hates devs. Wow, confirmed. Uh, Matt's bullet point number one. Hogwarts Legacy isn't a PlayStation exclusive and will also be released on PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and the Nintendo Switch in addition to PlayStation 4 and 5. Watching that on Switch is going to be interesting. Yeah, so um, that's a thing. Uh, Specifically pointed out that someone pointed out that it was on the website says it's going to be on Switch. And... I think that might have been a mistake. But I could definitely see it being there, but also the other ones potentially suffering for it if they don't do a hard downgrade. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, players will get to create their own character and be sorted into one of the four Hogwarts houses and take classes, although you will be starting as a fifth year. What does that mean, nerd? Uh, Was there seven years? Yes. I don't know why I... Don't know why I nerd and then answer that yeah i know it's a fucking uno reverse card <laughs> yeah, you fucking got me um <laughs> about yeah. to be the guy with the draw four <laughs> the draw four meme uh 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess they that's their way of getting you around the whole like being a little kid at Hogwarts thing. Yeah, going through the apprentice stuff. Yeah. Which I almost would have thought they would have done the intro part as you being a, a year one, mm-hmm. but the like 30 minute to hour tutorial fast forwards you up to year five where like you start yeah. figuring things out. They're doing the whole, uh, you know, the wow power creep issue you were talking about earlier. With yeah, the... but there's not even a power creep. They're just fast forward. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, it's the end of the world. You got to save the world. You're special. Yeah. You get to decide <laughs> the fate of the wizarding world. And you're using this magic that no one's seen for a whole millennia. Ancient magic. You know what? We didn't tell you, but you're the one that's going to spawn Voldemort. I wish. I wish that was the tale at the end of that story. (laughs) I want it to be so bad. I was just going to say, you're the one who's going to eat tater tots out of Voldemort's (laughs) asshole. That is is a reference that nobody else is going to understand, and I'm going to get a question about that. Uh, Anyway. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy shares a broad setting with other entries in the franchise. Uh, I guess that means the just the idea that there is a Hogwarts or Hogsmeade. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Hogwarts, uh, Hogsmeade, and the surrounding other shit that Hogwarts has going on. But the game is set in the 1800s and seems to deal with a goblin uprising, dark wizards, oh, those have always been around, and ancient magic. The game appears to encompass all of Hogwarts and the surrounding area. Ooh, good bullet point like that one. Yep. Combat <laughs> will... Bullies. <laughs> Combat will involve using different spell combinations to exploit specific enemy weaknesses or abilities with the ability to mix and match dozens of spells and duels. Players will also be able to customize their characters with magical gear and abilities as they progress throughout the game. Uh couple things there they say to mix and match with dozens of spells and do in duels and let's see the three spells you hear during the entire time are accio uh the light one yeah lumi luminous luminous Luminous, whatever it is yeah lumis whatever i don't know the light one and then um reparo uh the three things you hear. Yeah. I mean, there was a... What's the fucking abracadabra one that kills people? They did use that at one point. But Ed, Ed, Avada, Ed, Kedavra. Avada Kedavra? A, yeah. Avada Kedavra? <laughs> I want a cadaver. <laughs> I'm just picturing a really... The old, you know, Gallo and Rizzo, the old Italian uncles in New York City trying to do Harry Potter spells. And say, I want a fucking cadaver. Hey. <laughs> I want a cadaver. I'm fucking casting here. Hey. Gabagool. Uh, <laughs> um, also, players will be able to customize the characters with magical gear and abilities. So I just really want you at some point to be wearing like a machine gun vest <laughs> belt vest of just <laughs> wizard things like 60 different wands oh yeah oh yeah dual wielding looking that it's not gonna be in there but i want goro hands what, what could when, you why can't i get goro hands 
Like, why is that not a spell in Harry Potter where I can have two more arms? And then I have four. <laughs> General Grievous? <laughs> General Grievous of Harry Potter. Run. That'd be uh, the first thing I would try. After I saw that movie, if I was in Harry Potter and the movie was episode two, or does he show up in one? Two, I think. The moment I saw him, I'd be immediately to the dark arts side of how can I get myself two more arms and can I wield four wands? Or was it three? He's definitely in three. He's in more than one. So it had to be two as well then. I'm pretty sure he's in more than one. I mean, he's in the Clone Wars cartoon as well. He's in the original Clone Wars cartoon. <laughs> General Kenobi. Hello there. And doing a whole lot of <laughs> fucking jump rope. <laughs> he's basically General Green's you know, jump rope champion. You know what the funny thing is, is that they reused that scene in Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Mickey That's Rourke's funny. going down the F1 Mickey track. Rourke, just... yeah. With his fucking whips. Yeah, with his electro whips is basically just him trying to be General Grievous and way less effective. Oh, damn. And uh, holiday 2022 as a release date. Good joke. Might as well have said quarter four. Yeah. <laughs> I said that it's math. I was like, but yeah, it's it, going to get pushed, so don't bet on that. But it does look further along than I thought it would be. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, you did point out, though, the jank. A little bit there's, of jank. There's 100% on. jank, but I think it's going to launch with it. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, the first time I watched it, I didn't notice it. Yeah, I'd only noticed it when you pointed it out. But but what do I have, Matt? An eye for jank. Eyeballs? I have an eye <laughs> for jank. Because I'm sick of it. I sick. see it I see it everywhere. I see jank in my everyday life, Matt. Driving down the road, that's a hole in the road. Jank. <laughs> jank. I see it everywhere. Uh I saw a lot of jank playing uh Horizon. A lot of jank. You know where, you know where I've seen a lot of jank? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. I'm a decade plus experience <laughs> into jank. Wait, no, how long have I been playing? Over a decade, I would imagine. It is over a decade. 12, 14. Fifteen. Like fifteen and a half, probably. Ballpark. That's crazy. Crazy. I don't want to think about it, for being honest. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's do the short stuff, the things we didn't write full paragraphs on. Um, uh, what do you think? Uh, I guess let's let's. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on on Hogwarts Legacy so far? You think I'm um, intrigued, but it's. I'm I'm not intrigued enough to play it. For, yeah, I, for I like have like an me. uneasy feel. I don't trust it. Well, I mean, there's that. That's abounded since they announced it. Yeah. I've I've been skeptical this entire time. I'm still skeptical. We are like we are turning into the fucking old men. Uh Statler and Waldorf. Yeah. And I can't remember which one I wanted. I don't remember either. But yes. I'm I'm the short one, I know that. Yeah. With the He's got round, the better, he's got the better hair. The round fit. He doesn't have any hair. I thought he had uh 
I thought he had just well, the balding he's got top. Like the, I thought he had the balding top. Yeah, he's got like the, the ring that goes around his head. I'll I'll get us our names. Okay. Um yeah, I don't trust it at all. Um it is a kind of a newer studio. I think it was our like the studios repurposed that from uh one of the studios that made like all the kids' games, which that's a lot of people have been complaining about that. Like, oh they they've never made anything like this. And I don't think that's really I mean it's a concern for sure, but I don't think it's like fair judgment. Waldorf. Waldorf. I'm Waldorf. You're Waldorf, I'm Perfect. Stout. Perfect. I like that you say you're the shorter one for sure when it's not by much. No, but like it's the. <sighs> what do you have? The pers- do you have short man persona? Yeah, I think so. I think I have more of, a, of that. Okay. Um, I have the arrogance of a taller person. Does that count? Yeah, I and the they shoes, kind of. I definitely have the shoe size of a taller. And person. they kind of have that ingrained in their personality, so it's like uh, it kind of works. Yeah. Um, Jake life. Yeah. Yeah. Short games. I wish I had their confidence with their shortness. Reminds me of Roosevelt's. We gotta do that yes. after this. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely gonna get it. I have no choice. Um, I probably won't play it, obviously, because the uh, and that's that's kind of like where I'm at. Is I probably won't get it. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely watch somebody play it because I'll probably end up watching Ray play it. I assume he'll play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he doesn't play it, then I'm gonna be like trying to watch your wife play it. Yeah. Because she's very into that world. Yeah, she'll probably. And it'll be, be like, it'll, that's where, that's like who I'd enjoy to watch play yeah. it. It's like somebody that's really into it. And I'm just be like, whatever, man, I got a beer and pizza. Woo, yay. Yeah. Ooh, the enjoyment will be their enjoyment because they'll be losing their shit the yeah. entire time. Oh, yeah, look, look at that magic. She believe- lost it <laughs> when the fucking ghost professor showed up on there. Oh, okay. She's like, that's blah, blah, blah. He's the history teacher Hogwarts. I'm like, I have no fucking idea what we're talking and, about. Yeah, and meanwhile, you and I in the background be like, man, can you believe she hasn't fucking figured out this puzzle yet? <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> we would Statler uh, and Waldorf that the whole time. Yeah. Uh, it did give me, we talked about earlier, definitely, it, it gave us uh, Fable vibe. Well, it gave me Fable vibes, which... Uh, you you said you could see, and then yep, gave us both that. creation engine vibes. Yes, very much had Fallout, and I when they showed the character creation screen, I immediately went to Mass Effect Andromeda of just like how can this get that bad? Yeah, the facial animations like yeah. on the but there are steps of, there are steps away from having Preston Garvey tell me that another <laughs> settlement needs my help. Um. I'm all right. I'm if it if it delivers like if it looks the way it does now I'm okay with it. I want an offensive French accented student. I'm sure there will be one. Or like be a, offensive though. Or like a professor or whatever. That fine. I just want it to be somebody that I interact with enough or hear just in the background of like running through the courtyard and you just hear It'd be great if the ground <laughs> if the groundskeeper was like the French dude. Yeah, yeah. He was constantly whoever just... was Filch. Yeah, yeah. Right? Just yep. it's Filch and the cat. Fil- filch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's Filch in the eighteen hundreds is just French and you hear him laughing, it's just <laughs> just constantly. Yeah. You're like, what is he laughing at? Where even is he? Yeah, whatever. It's a funny laugh, and then just keep going on about your day. Uh yeah, all right. And the reason I want a French when you never hear the French represented. Not with like that type of French. You usually hear it as like French Canadian. Yeah, that's true. Not deep French. Like yeah, not yeah, like yeah. not like real French. Yeah, yeah. Not croissant having beignet wearing 
baguette wielding. I've I read a funny thing on Reddit the other day, a funny comment. So the Ukraine, we're, I'm on tangents today, right? I'm just feeling it. I like the, this, is the, this might be the record for your most tangents versus mine. Uh, Ukraine has moved off of being supplied by Russia for their powers, no longer supplied by Russia for obvious reasons. Couldn't it's, be, now, couldn't what. it's now supplied by the EU. And uh, on the news article, like someone had commented on Reddit, like, you know, how is it like this project was supposed to take two years? How did they manage to do it in two weeks? And someone commented, German engineering, <laughs> Polish work ethic, and the French weren't on strike. <laughs> I was like, nice. Uh, and the best part is that happened and Texas is still on its own power grid. And then, and then someone commented <laughs> below them and the UK wasn't invited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just gonna, we're just gonna, nah, nah, nah. Just keep them over there. They're not even part of this anymore. <laughs> they wanted to leave. Uh, all right, short stuff. Uh, Elden Ring has now sold twelve. I mil- almost made a joke, and I realized the name wasn't short stuff. It was short round. Short. Round. I was gonna go for Indiana Jones. I was like, short stuff's not the name of that guy. Doctor Jones. Doctor Jones. Doctor Jones. Uh, Elden Ring has sold twelve million, twelve million units worldwide. A lot of units. Uh, for comparison, Dark Souls three. Released in 2016, sold 10 million units in four years, over four years. Yeah, like I said, that's a lot of units. Yep. Uh, Arm has revealed it expects to lay off up to 15% of its global workforce after plans to sell Nvidia sell to Nvidia fell through. Interesting. Yep. Tencent has become the majority shareholder in Madrid-based. Also, go ahead. Uh, that's also interesting. Given that they got a billion dollars out of that? No, not even that. That reads as that they were... Because before it was that NVIDIA was buying them. Yes. So the way that that reads, optically, is NVIDIA not hostile takeover necessarily, but going like, you're ours. That reads as ARM went, buy us. We're good with it. Let's yeah. go. Those are two different storylines. I think the the workforce would have been cut no matter what. That's also potentially true, but I just mean like the narrative between both storylines. Mm-hmm. One reads as a takeover and an attempted monopoly. The other one reads as we're we're fine getting acquired. It's all good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I also, the other part of it is they got a billion dollars out of the fact that a deal fell through. That's also true. But if, so, then if you cut uh, more workers, that means you got like a billion and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> what's, just, what's just called doing business, bro? Uh, Tencent has become the majority shareholder in Tequila Works, uh, de- the developer of Rhyme. Uh, There's okay. First off, a name I haven't heard in seven years, at least, because it was a classic candidate for front page of a Steam sale for every yep. single year. Been using that catchphrase a lot this episode. Not it's, sure how it's I like been it. applicable. It's been it's been correct. I just don't know if I like it. Yeah. Uh, did not realize that was the studio name, though. I'm kind of a fan of it. Tequila Works? Yeah, that's a good one. That makes rhyme, which if you know what rhyme is, yeah. what the fuck? Um, ten cents now. Might get renamed. Who give knows? You, give you my ten cents. If you... hey. hey. Microsoft promises all Xbox consoles, games, and packaging will be 100% recyclable by 2030. State of Decay 3 is Phil Spencer's most anticipated game. 
as well as Starfield. He loves all of his, all of his children. Equally. <laughs> he swears that they don't love one better than the other. Yeah. As he silently whispers. As, as he pays how much? How many billion dollars for Activision Blizzard? 68.7. Yeah, sad. Yeah, 70. Uh, the Silent Hill trademark has been updated with mention of VR headsets. No, thank you. Spooky. I don't want to have to wash poop out of my pants. Too spooky for me. Rebellion announced that Sniper Elite 5 will launch globally on May 26th. Bang, bang. What up yes. with that thing? I want to know. Where is it? I, I can't wait. Yeah. yeah it's gonna I'm hyped. It's going to be great. According to the South China Morning Post, China's internet regulator wants to introduce a youth mode for all online services, including games, live streams, social media, audio and video services, and more. I hate China. Oh, bold move, Cotton. Is it? No. This isn't going to make it past the firewall. (laughs) (laughs) The great firewall. Um, Supermassive Games announced their next horror title, The Quarry. Be interesting to see if they can kind of return to form. Their last two have been kind of weak. Yeah. Man of Medan and uh, Little Village in Connecticut, whatever the hell it was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's not the name of the game, but... um, I think they will because this looks more like Until Dawn. It's another teen, like... Yeah, they've all kind of had that vibe, though. But, like, Man of Medan was just kind of... Was better than the, the town one, but the town one was just bad because they basically hit the end of it with like the whole thing was a dream and you're like oh, i think they kind of got sucked into their own they started sniffing their own ass yes like they start, they're just like creating all these cookie cutter games and it's like yes it's a cool concept and you, you guys did, you did, did one I... thing really well yeah yeah do it <laughs> so do that thing do the thing do the thing GSC Game World has changed the spelling of Stalker 2 to Heart of Chernobyl. I don't know how to say that because, all right, so um, they changed the name of Stalker 2 to the Ukrainian spelling, and it's the, it's Chernobyl. They're, they're changing the E in Chernobyl to an O because that's how Ukraine spells it. But does it is it pronounced the same way you think? Because it's, it's, I know it's Chernobyl. So if it's the Ukrainian spellings with an O, is it Chernobyl or is it still Chernobyl? Do we care? I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't, but say, this will be funny. Okay. Say Chernobyl the way we would yes. with a Ukrainian accent or a Russian accent. I, I can't do that. I can't do accents. Right, but you'd probably get pretty close to ending up along the lines of like Chernobyl. Yeah, which yeah, you you it's a fifty fifty. sounds the same. it's a it's a fifty fifty draw the line between the two truly because they don't accentuate O's the same way we do in that yeah. in that scenario. Mm-hmm. But they also don't hard pronounce an E. Yeah, so it kind of ends up sounding the same. Yeah, because you basically are just going for an uh sound that on which side of the line it falls is kind of irrelevant. Yep. Kind of a neat little thing, though. 
Uh, Ubi's... Why am I doing vernacular? I don't know. And or pronunciations. I YOLO read this document. These names, <laughs> man, they're rough. Uh, Ubisoft's X Defiant has dropped wow. the Tom Clancy branding. Anybody even remember that game? Didn't we just talk about Tom Clancy branding a couple weeks ago? I feel like. Yeah, we were, and I was telling you how the estate owns it and yada yada. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the second game that they're probably going to close down here pretty soon. They've already closed Hyperscape. Uh, that'll be the next one they close. Uh, eventually, they'll. This one's not even out yet. I don't think. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, they'll eventually get rid of it though, and then they'll probably get rid of Skull and Bones. Uh, three years after it comes out, in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> that HBO show is too close, man. It could be coming any month, any month now. <laughs> uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate gets free a free 30-day trial of Paramount Plus to watch the Halo TV show. Which means sign up mm, the 23rd, I believe, to maximize your time. You sign up the 23rd. I believe the first episode is out the 24th. Isn't the first episode out already? No. I don't believe so. Okay. Based on tweets I was seeing around specifically that bonus 30 days. Makes sense. Um, Gran Turismo 7 suffered from a 30-hour-long outage due to a broken update. Yeah, it did. Uh, the problematic update also adjusted the reward system for some events, meaning Gran Turismo 7 players get fewer credits. Boo! Uh, Respawn has opened pre-registration on Android for Apex Legends Mobile. And apparently, if you pre-register, you get in-game things. Ooh, I get a pretty little outfit. And that's it for the news. Well, it's been seven days. What you been up to? Uh, I beat Horizon Forbidden West. Officially completed. Uh, yep. 70 hours? Yeesh. Um, ending wise thoughts, yay, nay middling. Um, is there a three coming? There is definitely a third game. Definitely a third game. But is it like definitely a third game as in like last of us two, there's clearly a third game, but we're not going to talk about it because that's the end of the story type of thing. No, that's just like, Oh, like hard three, hard three. Like Mm. hopefully they don't, they, they, if that's the case, hopefully they do hard three and they don't say, and we'll finish it in a DLC. Yeah, I mean, I guess that if they if they went also, the DLC route, yeah. which I mean, they did a big DLC for the first game, uh, I would be surprised because they do definitely make it out to be like, like it, the the weight of it that they put on it makes it seem like a third game situation. All right, um, I could see a DLC being. Uh, I don't want to ruin anything. I'm I mean, not ask, that it's. I'll ask the questions I want answers to. Yeah, okay. That was very forceful. Well, because I know where I know where you want to go, but we don't also want to go there. So I'll I'll just give you a question, okay, and then I'll I'll try to guide my own narrative for avoiding a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, depending on how far you are, spoilers ahead. So this is gonna happen anyway. Silence is still alive at the end of the game. Yes. Far Zenith is not. Yes. As in they are not. Yes. All right. Here here I go predicting how this is all going to go down anyway. Um, the, your, 
I assume when you say that the third is a, a for sure thing that you're still trying to solve the problem you've been trying to solve since the first one. Um, of like, of like, oh, I, when I say that, I mean like the world ending issue of like trying to re- either reset or fix or prevent someone from doing something they're not supposed to do. Yes and no. Ooh, interesting. World ending issue. Yes. The same world ending issue. Perhaps not. Okay. It throws okay. some. Yeah, it yeah. throws some wild cards in there at the end. Things that you wouldn't know. It's like a rubber band, man. They keep pulling me back. Yeah, they pull you. Um, <laughs> the game as a whole, like, I mean, I have some. I definitely have some issues with. Uh, I guess they'd be pacing. I don't really know. Well, I mean the the one issue that you explained to me with the Sunwing thing. Yes, is it? I find offensive. It is extremely offensive based on how cool it is and how quick you can travel with it. And like, like that, that should have been done like thir- 50% through the game is what. I I would argue when you get, um, not Poseidon, the one before that. Uh, Demen- not no, Demeter. No, Demeter's the third one. Demeter, Poseidon. Ares? Apollo? No. Uh, no. Um, no, Apollo's dead. Uh... It's oh. the agriculture one. Aether. 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 Yeah. When you get that one, mm-hmm. that's when it should have happened. Yeah. That's your, hey, you've now wandered into the West. Here's your thing. There's so. That's like when it should happen to me. The cards started to fall together and I kind of got it after I understood why it was so late in the game after I got it was because everything started to click into place. Mm. I think the game needed more time. And the not surprising the flying portion of it is is broken. It's broken as in like it's overpowered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can see that. And like based on that, combined with like the bugs have been running into, um, and I think I think it just was like I don't want to say rushed, but probably rushed is the best way to put it. But it was also mostly probably put in that late because they would. It ran Ubisoft game adjacent, essentially. So they put that at the end of the game. So, hey, go run around, collect all the collectibles, yeah. and you Honestly, have that as an option. I wouldn't be surprised to find out that they had to, that based on how the game ends and the direction that it goes in, I would not be surprised to find out that they realized that the game was too far big. too long and yeah. too big and they hard cut it. Yeah. They they went, and where, they can, where to, can like, we end this to then just pick ourselves back up? Yeah. Um, big boss battle at the end. I, I guess when I say that, I mean like akin to like the first one, where like the first one you're doing the the battle of Meridian or whatever, and you know you're doing the whole, you're doing basically a giant boss battle of facing Hades, and it's the giant like Earth crawler thing. Not really. I didn't. The game end of the game was surprisingly easy. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't. And the Did funny you go thing get, is, like a bunch of legendary, legendary gear. No, or anything? that's or just... kind of the funny thing is, I got to the point where like I'd put so much time in, and I was annoyed that I didn't have uh, like all the stuff. So I had like, I have one legendary weapon, one legendary outfit, and I didn't, okay. I didn't use the outfit because it didn't fit my play style. Okay. 
Um, and I didn't, the purple outfit that I had wasn't even fully upgraded. It was like half upgraded. All right. Um, and I had like three, I probably had like three weapons that I relied on. So everything basically felt for sure. Like they cut the game in half. Well, like there's, you could get all that stuff. No, no. But I mean, like, like progress wise and difficulty wise, like as you were building up and then the, it just ends and it's like, there was no ending like fight. It, no, there was no difficulty yeah, scale. I mean, that how it ends kind of feeds into my idea that they, they cut the game short because like there are these epic set pieces and these epic things that happen, but you don't do them. Like you don't physically participate in them. They're really just cutscenes. Oh, oh, so like you like acquire an item or something like that. And then when you get to the place, there's a cutscene like that type of stuff. So like, it's it's kind of like a weird and and the the couple big fights you do have to do weren't difficult for me. Like there were like fighting uh the like fighting a thunderjaw or the whatever the fuck the new one is, the fucking something spine the you might not have come across the yeah, there's another spine, one. Spine, no. Well, there's the, it's like a splitter spine or sp- something like that. No, the biggest things I had come across were the thunder jaws, the turtle thing. Yeah, the shell snapper, the mammoth. Yeah, so like fighting a thunder and, jaw uh, or like one of those other big ass dudes was harder than the boss fights. I and thought the fucking Loch Ness monster. Yeah, which that was annoying as shit to fight. Yeah, I think those are harder. Were harder fights than the the boss fights at the end. Hmm. All right. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like that was kind of the thing, and and like it kind of goes counter to how I play games, where I like to do all the side stuff first, and then the main stuff towards the end. If you are playing through the game now, my suggestion is to blitz to that mission. Blitz. Yeah. It, at the minimum, blitz. Which that's the unfortunate thing is. The flight ability is the second to last mission in the game. So blitz to that mission and then do everything else you want to do or finish the main story and then do everything else you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. Go do all the side stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'll get back to it at some point. I'll, I will probably end up hauling for the end anyway. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think I, I'm either level 25 or 26 and I still need to go get Demeter. Yeah, honestly, like um, my next path. The uh, a lot of the the. So I don't know how much that is after that. There's a good amount because I still have to go further west, obviously. But the if Demeter, you Demeter's the next thing I need to go get before I try to do the Hephaestus absorb. So the progression tab it yes. tells you how many main missions you've done. Right, there's 17 total. Okay, I have no idea what I'm on. So, um. But the a lot of the monster fights, the big monster fights, or big machine fights, I mean, are I think are more difficult. So if you can get through those, then you might as well just keep keep going. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It'll be a if, whenever I go back to it, it'll be a uh, <laughs> hey. Do you remember how to play? And I'll I'll definitely get my ass beat for a little bit while yeah. I remember how to run around. The um, 
and start using my sliding mechanics. What you know, is there's that speed slide that you do? Seeing how you slide faster uphill than you can walk or run. I'm trying to remember. There's a the led the legendary bow I have. You get from like a quest a side line, one, yeah, and that's the easiest one, and it's a really good bow. Oh, uh, I mean, I'll take a look at some point, but I'm also probably not going to go too crazy in hunting stuff just because that's yeah. not that's not me. If I come across it or it's on the way or I need to like get the experience to level up, then maybe. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that's all I've been doing. That's all I d- I've done. And then watch Drive to Survive. And um, uh, I got to remember that Gran Turismo exists. Yeah. We got to get that room, room. Yeah. Yeah, what have you been up to? I've just been doing the wow. Wowzers. Did a little driving today, but uh, mostly wow. So just trying to get get gear so I can make the raid better. Um, how's progress been going for you guys? We've killed 10 out of 11 on normal. We just didn't kill a jailer, but we've killed three on heroic. Good. So we're we're moving along. Seems solid. Yeah. We get I think we get double legendaries next week, so that'll be a good a potential stupid yeah. damage increase and you know, we'll see how it goes from there. Is the goal do you guys have a goal in mind? Are you guys like trying to beat normal before the world first race ends no, or something? No, like our, that? our goal or... is to kill the entire raid on Mythic. Yeah, but like I'm saying, but like in short, there's term. there's no race though for us. Like nothing you're pushing for. The only reason we would ki- we would try to go kill the entire raid on normal is if we really thought we needed something off of the jailer, but really nothing drops off. Okay, of it so for... you guys are being super pragmatic as you're like kind of like it makes you're more... only doing what you need to as far as gear goes, and then going into mythic. Yeah, it makes more sense for us to continue doing heroic progression than it does to kill the jailer because the jailer doesn't have a tier piece on him. For what fucking reason, I don't understand. Uh, but he doesn't have a tear piece on him, so... Whatever. Cool. Cool beans. So, it'll be getting... The idea is to kill... I Ideally, only kill bosses in normal that have tear pieces. Mm-hmm. And just kill those ones, and then after those ones are dead... And then even then, stop doing that at a certain point once enough people have their tier pieces. Mm-hmm. And then go to Heroic and get to the point where we can do the same thing on Heroic and then be in Mythic. So is the gear better in Heroic? Yes. Okay. It's better and there's more of it? That more more potential for drops or just better? I don't think so. I think it's just better. Mm. I don't remember exactly, though. Same setup so you don't have to... Like, do the same bosses drop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just higher level. So you... So like you, you go from killing yeah. the the item level on a normal boss is so like 255 or 252 or whatever There's no is. value in killing the Jailer. In any if he dropped the tier piece, sure. But in any of the raids. So. Uh, unlike Heroic, potentially. Because the weapon off of him might be mm. good enough. Because it would be an upgrade from anything we, we could potentially have. Like, yeah. Potentially. Yeah. But nah, potentially not. I mean, you need you need him for AOT for ahead of the curve and for cutting edge. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep we'd kill him for those. Yeah, or hopefully we'd kill it on mythic. I'm assuming we'll be able to kill it on heroic. Um, hopefully we'd get those, but there's no 
for whatever reason, they didn't put a tier piece on him. And I don't know why, but. Interesting. There's tier pieces on the two bosses before him. The three bosses before him. There's five pieces of tier three. Right? One, two, three, four, five. So yeah. do you need anything? Yeah. I don't even have a two set yet. And there's two sets and four set. I don't have a two set yet. I only have one piece. I need another one. <laughs> so there's a, a two set and a four set? A two set bonus and a four set bonus. Okay. Same tier set though. Yeah, yeah. So like in order to get four set, you need the two set type of thing. Okay, yeah. And there's five total pieces that make up those. Is there a value to having fall five? No. Okay. You need at least four. Gotcha. Five's bonus, but you don't you don't get actually a bonus. Okay. It's more for flexibility. If like if you needed to craft your legendary in one of the slots, but mm. still maintain four piece. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. That type of thing. Are you getting shafted? Are you getting Matt Surway Destiny raid? It's drops? it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty Matt Surway. Uh, <laughs> yes, to the point where last night we were doing heroic, mm-hmm. and we came to a boss that didn't really have anything on it for me. I mean, it had a couple upgrades, but the way so the way loot kind of works is each loot table is the same but only certain things are available to certain specs mm-hmm. so like my balanced druid which is what i play yeah might only have access to three things but a feral druid would have access to the agility trinket as well okay because like the balanced druid doesn't need agility so why would it have access to that yeah um but you can change your loot spec without changing your actual spec makes sense so so you could like get gear for like your main spec or yeah whatever. if you wanted to like potentially roll tank gear but you weren't tanking that night, you could potentially still get it type of thing. Uh, So we're killing this, we're about to kill this boss, and uh, they were talking about, like, oh my god, the the trinket on this is, like, really nice for some of the DPS or whatever. And I'm looking at the loot tables, and I was like, well, I could trade it if I got it, because I have another thing that's the same item level as it, so I would be able to trade it. And the other three pieces of gear, I think, were, like, pants, belt, in something else and they were the same between balance and feral the only difference between the two loot tables is that feral also gained a chance at the trinket yeah so i was like eh screw it's not gonna hurt me any i'll switch to feral and loot spec and see if i can pull it for him i did <laughs> classic yep i got it and <laughs> traded it away <laughs> classic like, all right whatever i guess you know it in the theory it works it helps the group so yeah just that's sucks that the you're... idea but it's like <laughs> Uh, well, so it's just, it's just, uh, that's why I need to like play enough during the week to give myself chance at the vault on Tuesday. Cause you can pull tier out of the vault. Mm-hmm. So I just need to give myself the most possible options to pull yeah. tier from and then go, okay, now I have it from here because if I'm going to keep getting shafted in one thing, <laughs> yeah. Does anyone have it worse than you so far? Worse than me? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I think there's I think there's the people that are as worse as me, but yeah, not worse yeah. than me. Anyone who's gotten really lucky? Yeah, there's a guy that's running around with a four set and uh I think his like best trinket as well. That's annoying. Yep. It I let him know every time. Is it deserved? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
There's, I mean, there's, I think there's a couple people with force that, but I'm the, <laughs> there's like two of them I mouth off to every time. <laughs> I'm like, you man, you're doing real low damage for a force that wearing <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it's only because he died. Yeah. yeah. Like randomly. And I, you know, everybody will just razz him. Like, man, you would imagine a guy with a force that wouldn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Hazing. Perfect. Yeah. Just. Everybody's just, you know, jealous because it's yeah. it's the giant power creep and everybody knows how much it can mean. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, man, if I had two or four set going into next week with double legendary, like RNG. Moister than an oyster. Who? Who? But yep, Moist. RNG. So you see, you know, hands you get dealt and things. Yep. Pray to RNG Jesus. Yep. RNG Jesus be with us all. The one never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's all yeah yeah all right we'll see you in seven days then bye-bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.